0: Train your body with the American College of Sports Medicine on RadioMD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. More and more, as we know that the American College of Sports Medicine says exercise is medicine and doctors are taking out their prescription pads to write an actual prescription for exercise. Now you say to yourself, Okay, I could take a walk, I could do that, but what else should I be doing? And my guests today on He said she said Neil Pyer, exercise physiologist at H Fitness, Medical Fitness Center and in- Oradell, New Jersey, and Grace D. Simone. Oh, I just love her. She's the National Director of Group Fitness for Plus One Health Management, an Optum company. So, Grace, I'm going to start with you. No offense, Neil, but I just love this None girl. Taken. <laughs> so, okay, you know, some people might be afraid. And we'll talk to Neil, too. But in jumping in with a personal trainer right off the bat, they, they maybe want to try a class. So what do they do when they want to get started with an exercise program? How do they find a class?
1: Well, you go shopping. That's the first thing. everybody likes. Oh, and to we love shopping. shopping. Right? Yeah. But I'm going to give you one tip for the listeners. When your doctor says, I really think you should start exercising, please ask your doctor this question is there anything I should not be doing? Because when people come to me and they say I'm here for the first time and I always say, is there anything that I should know about? And sometimes people don't know what they shouldn't be doing and sometimes the doctor just doesn't think to, they think people know that. So ask that question of your doctor. That's number one. Have that information in your arsenal so when your group fitness instructor says to you, is there anything that you shouldn't be doing, you have the answer. So that would be really helpful so we, we can help um, help you with your shopping. So one is find something in your community that makes sense for you, something that's close by. And, you know, everybody immediately thinks class. They go straight in their mind's eye to what's the local health club, but there are so many other options available that might be really more appropriate for a first-timer, like what's at your community center, and sometimes they have those adult um, fitness programs that they hold in the schools after hours or in your, you know, in your community center, senior center. You'd be surprised if you look locally at home, and some of those may be less intimidating because they have more, more average people and less gym people, so to speak. So, that's a good place to start, and I would, I would really get a good grip on what's available, what's in your town, and kind of make yourself a nice little list of things, note things that are appealing to you, and start your list. And then after that, you can actually start visiting those places and getting a feel for what you like, and shop with your gut. If you're, if you're walking in and your gut's like, ooh, I don't like this, this doesn't feel comfortable for me, then chances are you're not going to feel comfortable when you go there to exercise. So keep all of that in mind.
0: Great advice. Neil, if somebody says, you know, I and and you and I have been in this field a very long time, and we all have had those first-timers that have called us, they're a little trepidatious about talking to a personal trainer, they're very intimidated, they don't know whether you're going to be some big, platehead, beefy dude that's going to start running them through their paces and they're going to be really sore, and they don't know what to expect. What questions do you think that they should ask a personal trainer if they're considering starting with one?
2: Well, there are two things. The questions that they ask and what kind of response do you get from the trainer? There are two very, very closely related questions that I get. One is, uh, as you opened the show with, uh, the doctor said I should exercise. Uh, What should I do? Um, I also get asked, what is the best exercise program that I should follow getting started? And whether it's getting started or later on or you're coming back or whatever it is, I always recommend one particular uh, strategy, which is do the program or do the exercise program that you're going to do, that you're going to follow, that you're going to stick with. Do something you enjoy. Select something that is easily accessible to you, and you're able to have little successes uh, the recommendations for physical activity we know are 150 minutes most uh, for the week, and you want to do a minimum of accumulating 30 minutes per day, you know, most days of the week. Uh, that That's very general. It's not something so specific that it makes it difficult for people to stick to, and that's probably on purpose because when you're going from nothing to something, uh, you want to make sure you get something in there and you accumulate uh, the type of activity that uh, you should be accumulating. So I always say, ask the question, but beware of the answer. You don't want a trainer that's going to be overbearing, that's going to tell you for so, you know, so specifically, this is what you need to do, you must do this, you must do that, and you must do it three days a week, 90 minutes a day. But You, know, you have to be able to... Communicate with the trainer if you're going to go forward working with the trainer, whether it's once a month, once a week, or three times a week. So you've got to make sure that their best interest is your best interest.
0: That's absolutely true because some trainers have their own best interest at heart and some trainers follow a standard routine for everybody and that's not the way that it should be. Now, Grace, you mentioned the things that you should not do. And when your instructor says, what should you not be doing? In group fitness, do instructors, are they able to, you know, give those kinds of one-on-one questions? Can they ask that, and then, you know, tailor it? If somebody's new, how can they kind of tailor it to themselves? That would be difficult if you just sort of don't know what you're doing.
1: Well, and that's true. It depends on the group and the instructor and how many people are there. But, for instance, if somebody comes into a strength training class and they're – they, their doctor says that they shouldn't be doing, you know, they just had like knee surgery or hip surgery and they shouldn't be doing squats and lunges. I'm kind of like, mm, you probably shouldn't be in this class. You know, I, I could recommend another class for you that might be much better based on your knee. So that's one thing is, you know, you, sometimes you're, you direct people right from the beginning. And sometimes if, if it's a class that's not busy, I can give people alternatives. When we do this, you're going to do that. And some people are are fine with that, other people feel very self conscious like "Oh I'm the only one who's not doing it, and everybody's you know everybody's different with that. It depends on the individual. but if the class is not too crowded and the class is paced appropriately, the instructor very very well can make those recommendations for an individual, depending on what the class is That's why I feel like you have to find the, the class that's appropriate based on the content of the class. What is this class about? What are we going to be doing in the class so you know, oh, this is a good class for me or, ooh, that's not such a good class for me. Like high-intensity interval training where they're doing lots of dynamic changes, you're doing jumping jacks, you're doing push-ups, usually not a good place for people to start because it's too much and people don't feel well during that, those kinds of workouts. So we might start them with something that's a little bit, Um, more moderate.
0: And the too much too soon is really something that can make somebody, you know, the adherence rate fall and people don't stick with it and you know, so that's a really good point also about the class being not so crowded because I know, you know, if you want to learn, when I wanted to learn to play, you know, roulette or something the guy said you can learn when there's nobody else here but when it starts to be crowded I can't work with you so craps or something I did and so it's kind of the same concept you just want that not so crowded situation and not to do too much too soon and Neil you have about 45 seconds honey so wrap it up for personal training and how to really get involved in a brand new exercise program
2: you don't go from nothing to everything you got to go from nothing to something. And how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. <laughs> you got to take, <laughs> take your time and, and, and learn as you go. Uh, whether you've been experienced or you're a true novice that's never done this and stuck to it for any length of time, you want to have little successes. So you start slow, you do little things, and they all add up in the end. Uh, one of the big things that always defeats most of us in
0: in our Five seconds, mentality
2: buddy. and our mentality is uh you trying to do too much. Don't do too much, do enough, do something you like, do something you'll be successful
0: at. Great advice. We love Neil and Grace here. Stay well, stay tuned and stay motivated.